ho, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Joking Dolphin Gaming Pod. I'm Mark, and as always, I'm joined by Matthew. Hello, everyone. And Nathan. Good day, everybody. How are we feeling? It's the festive season again. I just can't believe it's the week before Christmas. It just seems to have gone so quickly. It has. This year has flown by. As has the past three years, roughly. Just... I don't know. I felt I felt like the first year was it was fairly slow, initially. So quick for me. I'm well, because your, your days were still kind of normalish, whereas like everyone else was stuck inside. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's true because I started to go out. Plus, they do say time goes faster as you get older, so there's that. Ooh. Yeah, I can attest to that. <laughs> but could we have a white Christmas? Do you think? No speculation. I mean, it, there's, there's been a bit of snow and it's icy at the moment, which is quite unusual. True. No, that, that is, is true. I do feel like this year it's, it's gone to the minus degrees far sooner and for longer than I've known it. Yeah, particularly around it this time. Did you know when the, the last uh, White Christmas was in the UK? Oh, we had this on a quiz uh, at work. Um, was, it, was it 2011? You're close. Oh, was it 2010? Yes. Yeah. But actually, technically, we had one last year, according to the Met Office. Yeah. Well, because we had, like, four flakes. Yeah, because technically, <laughs> technically, to get a white Christmas, you only have to have one snowflake fall in the UK in 24-hour period on Christmas Day. Fair enough. That's the official term, Fair which I think is absolute nonsense. I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see white snow everywhere. That's what it's classed That's as. That's it. If I don't have a white Christmas, it didn't happen. Exactly. If you don't see it, it didn't happen. But, as with the Christmas tradition, I brought a Christmas joke. Oh, no. Yeah. What's the difference between a snowman and a snowwoman? Go on. Snowballs. Right. Let's go. <laughs> oh. I thought some of my jokes were bad. <laughs> uh, okay, should we kick off with the news then? Because we had it. the Game Awards. We did. Yeah. Yes, we the did. winners came along, took the awards home, and then we made predictions as well. Didn't we? That we did. We Wrong did. prediction. Yeah. Well, that's some right. Yeah. You win some, you lose some. So, shall we go through the winners first? Just yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, at best game direction was Elden Ring. The best narrative was God of War Ragnarok. Best art direction was Elden Ring. Uh, best score and music was Bear McCreary for God of War Ragnarok. Best audio design was for God of War Ragnarok. Best performance was Christopher Judge for God of War Ragnarok. Uh, games for impact was As Dusk Falls. Best ongoing Final Fantasy fourteen, best indie Stray, best debut indie Stray, uh, best mobile game Marvel Snap, uh, best community support Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, innovation and accessibility God of War Ragnarok, uh, best VR slash AR uh, Moss Book two, best action game was Bayonetta three, uh, best action adventure God of War Ragnarok, best role playing Elden Ring. Best Fighting, Multiverses. Uh, best Family, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, best Sim and Strategy, Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Uh, best Sports slash Racing, Gran Turismo 7. Best Multiplayer, Splatoon 3. Best Adaptation was Arcane League of Legends. And most anticipated game was The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. And the big one, Game of the Year, Elden Ring. Any shots in there? No car for me. Exactly. I was that I was jumping for joy when that happens. <laughs> it's like no car for Nathan. Maybe next year. 
because I'll probably say something stupid there. Uh, any shock surprises or anything like that, or do you think it just kind of went how you thought? Pretty much how I thought, to be honest. I'm yeah. a little bit disappointed that Cyberpunk Edge Runners didn't didn't win best. Yeah, adaptation. I think I think that was the the most surprising one for me. I think. I, I, mm, but I've never seen Arcane, so I don't know. I don't I don't know how surprised surprised at that one because I heard like Arcane got like pretty much almost perfect scores all around for its adaptation. So I was like, fair enough. Yeah, I can I can see how Arcane won it. Um, I'm just glad Uncharted didn't win it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that'd have been a fix. That. Yeah. You know what? Actually, uh, one one disappointment in the um, it's not the audio design. The other one is the is it soundtrack one, music. Sorry. Score. Mu- yeah. Score music. I was disappointed that um, at least a wider nomination for Sonic Frontiers. Because, like, I've been playing that game, and like, the soundtrack's amazing to me. It's, like, one of the best Sonic soundtracks I've listened to. I did hear about that online, that a lot of people thought that was a bit of a snub. Mm. Did, did you see the little uh, fanboying war over the uh, player's pick of the pick of the year? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, my God, there was, uh, there was a massive war going on. Uh, basically, I think you had... I think there was Stray, there was God of War, there was Elden Ring, there was Genshin Impact, oh, there might be the fifth six. one, and then there was Sonic Frontiers. And right. like, you have to vote through rounds, and whoever gets like the least votes gets like knocked out until you get to like the final. Yeah. And there's like four or five or something. Uh, apparently, there was just a war between Genshin Impact fans and Sonic Frontier fans <laughs> voting <laughs> against each other. Genshin eventually won it. I was like, I was disappointed. <laughs> And this is why awards should never be determined by the public. <laughs> but shall we get on to the predictions results? So, in third place, with Nathan. seven, it's Nathan. Oh, no. One day, Nathan, <laughs> you're, you're going to do I always this. feel bad for Nathan. You end up benching last than everyone. I think he follows his heart. That's the thing. No, he does. That's, that's, that's why I picked Stray for Game of the Year. Yeah, that's it. I do I do admire the commitment to personal yeah. choice. You can't argue with that. In second place, it's Matthew with nine. Ah, I had a funny film. And I was the winner with 16. 16? 16. Yeah. I know, I was shocked when I saw that. You had as much as me and Matt put together. Yeah. Well, the honour and glory goes to Mark. So did you did you actually watch the ceremony? Uh, I didn't watch it all. I've watched parts though. I, I, well, when I woke up the day after, I watched the infamous part that happened during the the game of the year. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. Part. That's yeah. the first thing I saw. For anybody who doesn't know what happened, when Elden Ring won best game, the, you know Miyazaki got up, had a little speech, you know as you expect, and then when when it was actually in the crowd, this little kid just like. Got into the back of the back of their uh, entourage group. Yeah, entourage. Yeah, that's it. Entourage. And they just got up on stage, and everyone. I don't think anyone paid any attention. Like everyone was just like fine with it, weren't they? Just like, oh, maybe he's just a helper. Like, yeah, maybe he's just helper or something. Yeah. And then just at the end of Miyazaki's speech, he just stepped up to the mic, didn't he? And he said this, and I quote: "I think I want to thank everybody and say that I think I want to nominate this award to my reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. Thank you, everybody." What? 
and then the and then the security came and dragged yeah, him off the towards, stage. You see, you see towards the end of the stream, there's like security like starting to make their way to him. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, very peculiar. Have you seen that Bill Clinton has actually been bothered in Elden Ring now? <laughs> of course he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Somebody had to do that, didn't they? <laughs> Did you see uh, Phil Spencer as well, though? Yeah. He didn't look happy. He was not pleased. No, he didn't. Because Jeff, like, mentioned him in the intro a bit. And it was just like, he's just like stony-faced, Phil Spencer. But I think it was because it was, this was after the um, Federal Trade Commission were trying to block the Activision deal. So I think he just weren't happy, to be honest. He just weren't in the mood to be named at the start. But yeah, I've never well, seen that, him like that. There wasn't that much like, Xbox stuff on the night. No, either, there was wasn't, it? was there? So... Should we talk about some of the trailers, things that got shown off there? Yeah. Mm. There's tons of stuff to see. Mm. And I'd like to talk about one that I saw in the um, the kickoff show thing. Yeah. And that was one called uh, Viewfinder. I don't know if you saw this. Was that the one where um, you had to like make pictures to advance and yeah, a puzzle game? Well. Yeah, so it was like an intriguing puzzle game which kind of reminded me of um, Super Liminal and Maquette, mm. games like that. The way you look at like photos and images and use perspective mm. to then like move about in the puzzle. Now, I'm sort of a big fan of those sorts of mind-bending puzzles. So yeah. I'll be looking out for that one. Yeah, it did look quite good. I did. I, I just watched the trailer for that one, and when he got to the end, I was like, I cannot read what the name of that game is because of these certain weird characters. But I'm glad you've told me what it is yeah, now, so I can look out for it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what it is. It's called Viewfinder. I think this was. I can't remember whether this got revealed in the kickoff as well, or it might be like one of the first things they showed off once you got into the main show. The DLC crossover between Dead Cells and Castlevania. Caught my interest. I've okay. never played yeah. either, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, Dead, Dead Tells is essentially like a, a 2D scrolling kind of rogue light. One of those, you know, you've got one life, you have to do as much as you can, and then if you die, you kind of start over, but you keep certain stats. So you Not the of... other one that got shown off. No, I'm true. Sure, I'm sure we'll get onto that. <laughs> there, there was another one at some point. Um, but no, I, I really enjoyed Dead Tells. I've, uh, I've played quite a bit of it and really enjoy it. So to hear that, having a crossover with like the original series that started that kind of i suppose genre of castlevania i'm very happy about plus just like oh we're getting something new castlevania yeah. do something konami <laughs> it's konami isn't it good luck um I, I think for me one of the nice nice bits was we found out that horizon call the mountain is going to be a launch title for psvr2 so yeah. But I inevitably get that. I thought we already knew that. Did we? I might have, but I forgot. I, yeah, I thought it would be. Because uh, surely I would have thought that would have been the big selling point was to reason to buy it. I suspect I, it's going to be bundled with a lot of them, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there'll be definitely a bundle there. Just a, just a side note to that. Um, I think this wasn't at the award show, but Capcom confirmed that Resident Evil Villages VR mod is going to be at launch as well. <laughs> Yeah, so, might, might skip that one. One for you, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shall I stream it? I'll, I'll give up after yes, 45 it. minutes. It's not, it's not as scary as 7. You'll be fine. I've not played 7. Good. Then you'll play 8. <laughs> well, shall we get on to the, uh, the other Rogue one, then? Hades Ooh. 2. Yes. Yes. That Very came out of left field, I think. Mm. 
Happily surprised, though. I've not completed Hades yet, but I still I'm enjoy never, it. I'm never going to complete it. No, I'm just not going to get around to it. I'm sure. If anyone's going to finish it, it's going to be Matt. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the best at the games out of all of us, I think. Yeah. I think you probably put most time into it as well, haven't you? More likely between playing on the Switch and on the PS4. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. So this seems to have like the same gameplay as artistic style as the last game. Hmm. And you play as a new heroine called Melanoi. I think that's how you pronounce it. Who's the princess of, princess of the underworld. Mm-hmm. And she is Hades' daughter and the sister of Zagreus, who's the protagonist from the first game. And the villain is Kronos, the title of time, and he is Hades' father. Mm. But it's coming to early access on Steam and Epic Store. I'm not surprised at that one, because that's what they did with the first one, and how they kind of refined it. Right. So, yeah, I'm not shocked about that. I expect Hades 2 to come out on, like, consoles probably, like, a year after. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think that, I think they did mention, they did put the console logos at the end of that trailer. I would, I would suspect they'd probably do them all at the same time this time. I don't know. But that's if they could. Yeah, I think it would be. Well, saying that, I'm not, I'm not going to pick it up, because I still can't finish the first one. But, yeah. <laughs> I would say that there was a there was a nice bit in about halfway through when we we got to see sort of a new look for Justice sorry not Justice Suicide Squad <laughs> Kill the Justice League. This was a ple- well um, I won't say pleasant. It, it wasn't pleasant, but it was um, it it was a poignant. Yeah, so that, it was a poignant surprise. Almost a little bit like bittersweet. So yeah. um, we're finding out that like. Uh, You'll be fine, Batman at some point in Arkham Asylum. It seems maybe, or maybe a recreation of it. I think in um, Metropolis. Um, but the nice surprise was that it's going to be the last performance from the late Kevin Conroy, iconic voice of Kevin. One last time, I think it would be nice. Yeah, it'd be a, a nice end to his. I mean, it's so prolific in his. Oh, he's, with yeah. that character. Mm. Yeah. It's just a, 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 a nice little surprise, I think. And I think a farewell, really, isn't it? You know, mm. when you play that game. It's going to be sad. Hearing that, hearing that for the last time. I just hope it's a good game. But with it being Rocksteady. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna they've got pedigree, so. Yeah. They know what they're doing. What did you think to Judas? So Curious, is, yeah. yeah. So this is like the first mm. game by Ghost Story Games, which is led by uh, Ken Levine of Bioshock. Yeah. Fame. And yeah. the fingerprints of those games are all over this, weren't they? Oh, yeah. You could tell this is from a team who's from yeah. Bioshock. It's like graphical style, tone, weaponry. You could probably mistake it for thinking it's the next Bioshock. Well, I thought it was when I first yeah. saw it. Like, well, as, the the fl- as the flames <laughs> yeah. like, like went into the hand of like, is this new Bioshock? Mm. <laughs> so apparently you play as the title character, Judas, uh, a woman trying to survive on a damaged spaceship. That's all mm. we know. But now it looks intriguing. Looks a bit dark, though. I was saying that, I think, the first Bioshock. Bioshock. Well, yeah. wasn't it? So, I think all the yeah. Bioshocks have been pretty dark. That's been... <laughs> no, I'd like to see more of it, I think. I think getting a new Bioshock clone is never a bad thing. What was What was your first thoughts... Now, bear in mind the game's not being revealed, but when uh, when a certain um, 
Animal decided to crash the awards. Do crash. we think? Well, <laughs> pun intended, I suppose. That. Uh, do we? What do we think this was going to be before it inevitably turned to something a bit well, uh, disappointing for me? <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking it was going to be. To be honest, no, I, I, I never had. I, I didn't have a preconception when he turned up, and then all these jokes sure. just fell flat. Uh, and then I think the announcement was about as flat as his jokes as well, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, what is it? It's a 4v4... Crash Team Rumble. It's, like a, it's, it's essentially their take on... Um... Overwatch. That's what I thought. I thought it was more like League of Legends. And some like Pokemon Maybe, Unite as well. It's because it's just Activision, so instantly I just went Overwatch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... It, I thought it looked quite fun, actually. Yeah. That's one of us, I suppose, at least. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a go. That microtransaction-laden game. It's going to be, I'm telling you. It's going to be costumes galore. You'll have to, you'll have to put 40,000 hours into a lot of crap. Because it, it even said, like, Rise as a Hero or something like that, didn't it? It's just like, Overwatch alerts. <laughs> Ding dong. Alarm bells ringing. Not touching that with a parch pole. I'll get it on launch for all of us, don't worry. Let you know it is. Yeah, you can do that. Sorry, we only play FIFA anyway. So, you know. Yeah, that's not, true. We're, we're, we're we're all play together games. Anyway, so. I've got a pile of games that specifically we've talked about and wanting to play. It's nearly as big as the pile all of shame. All these games were like, yeah, well, we'll that, is, that is the true then... pile of shame. <laughs> yeah, we got to see a bit more about uh, Forspoken. And um, they mentioned that there was a demo available that I downloaded. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'll talk about that a little bit more later, but. It's, it's quite good. I'm enjoying it so far. The world is a little bit barren, but I mean, it's only a demo and they can't give you everything. But the traversal's good. And you do feel powerful when you use your spells, so I like that. Speaking of powers, should we move on to one of the big ones? Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Mm, I really like the look of this. did look good, didn't it? It did look a bit of all right. I like the, uh, the riding on the ship thing yeah. and the and the flying with the birds. Yeah, they were pretty good. So it looks like you got. Oh, it reminded me a little bit of um, Horizon actually. <laughs> mm. So uh, you return to Cal Kestis. You yep. got the trusty BD one by your side again. Yes. I did like some of his force pull powers. I like that one way he pulled that stormtrooper who had the blaster. Oh, it was like good on him. And then just turn him around and start firing him at other ones. That was quite funny. Yeah, there's some pretty cool stuff in this one. Like um, they seem to be incorporating more with the. Dual lightsabers as well, I think. Yeah. So yeah we're doing more with those. Um, at one point, I think you also had a grapple hook, I think. It yeah, he le- yeah, le- leapt off a ledger, then used a grapple hook to swing. Oh, pretty good. And then he slid down a wall yeah. with a lightsaber in, didn't he? That was cool. I like the look yeah. at that. That looked pretty cool. And you had, it looked like you had an ally in a battle as well. Yeah, at some point he did like a double team move. It reminded yeah. me of like Arkham Knight, actually. You do those like duo moves. Yeah, there's a bit where he was holding a crossblade lightsaber as well. Oh yes, very Kylo Ren. Mm. And that's oh. released. That releases on March the seventeenth. Mm. So not too long to go. About three months. Just to make that time even more stacked. We did. We did get a bit of a cameo as well from the the actor, didn't we? Yep. Yeah, uh, I forgot his name, but yes. You know what? Whenever I see him, I still just remember him playing um, Joker, Joker in Gotham. Yeah. Like me, I'm just like, yeah, he's he's the Joker. 
now he's a Jedi. Like, what a career twist. <laughs> well, he was very positive on the game. I mean, as you probably expect if you work at it. Ah, he would be. He does some decent lifesaver moves. I'll give him that. He knows how mm. to twirl it. He's been learning yeah. from uh, Mr. Hayden. Yeah. Didn't smack the camera with it. No, that's good. <laughs> I did fear when he went for a stab, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, Whoa! Like, just pokes the camera back. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Phantom Library. Liberty, sorry. Library. Phantom, Phantom Liberty. Library. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it could work. It's, it could work, you know. Yeah. We've had a Phantom Hour glass before in the game. Yeah, so Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty. Mm, yes. Yeah, this was a uh, quite a nice reveal. Yeah, Mr. Elba's going to be in it. Yeah. As a, I was a surprise. A character called Solomon Reed. He seems to be playing like a... Um, is it like an officer or something? Was it? It says uh, an agent of some kind. Yeah. I can't quite remember that. But yeah. Oh. Love a bit of Idris. Keanu and Idris in the same things. Nice. You know what? I, I, I want. I need some uh, Knuckles Easter eggs if he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, what about the, the the weird one? We 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 knew he was going to be there, Mister Hideo Kojima. We got this absolutely wrong, didn't we? <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, we, we thought it was going to be um, overdosed, didn't we? But, no, no. Well, say that. Well, actually, they only preferred it as DS2, didn't they? Yeah. They, they, did, never, they never said, said Death, Stranding Death Stranding 2. So... But it's quite obviously in that world. So, I guess we'll see. Because I, I did notice on the... If you go back and look on YouTube at that, it says Death Stranding 2 working title. So, that yeah, might Yeah, I've heard about this. Hmm. Maybe it could end up being known as Overdose, though. Now, have either of you played Death Stranding? Well, I think you've you, you played a bit of it, haven't you? I, I, got, yeah, I got it for yeah. a couple of hours, and to be honest, I got a bit bored. That's that's that, that's not surprising. That's the it sometimes it is. I, don't know, I got to chapter three, I think, and that's where I stopped. Is that where it opens up? I think. Yeah, I think yeah. I got to the point where it, it, it starts to open up, and then yeah. I was like... Yeah, I'll, I'll come back to this at some point. To be honest, I did complete it, and I still really understand what the heck was going on. <laughs> because that's just the way it is. But it looks like Leia Sadu's character returns, and she's on the run with a BB at the beginning, by the looks of it. Mm. And she got, she got shot at whilst trying to ride on a fantastic one-wheeled motorcycle. I did like that. Mm, that was fancy. That was great. I hope, that, I hope we get to ride them in the next one. Uh, but then she got shot off it. And then some weird stuff happened where there's flames everywhere and then she collapsed. And then it's basically just a lot of weird things happened, didn't they? I mean, it's, you know, classic who you could do. <laughs> uh, Norman Reedus came back. Although we already knew that because he spilled the beans ages ago. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that tweet where he's like, he's going to go all walking dead on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lucille. But he's uh, told uh, Norman he was looking a bit grey. The game. Mm. I'm sure that's spoilers one. from the last game somehow. If there is, I didn't pick it up. Oh. <laughs> but I love it. I can't remember, so I don't know. But, um, but yeah, so then this this big machine thing came out of this black lake, didn't it? And it said drawbridge yeah. on the side. And it's and they, uh, Lisa Do's character said, "Come with my crew, Sam. It's time to hit the road and start a new journey." I'm I'm quite intrigued about how the game's going to play in this one. Because I'd be surprised if it's you it's, con- you do, you do, yeah, if you're doing the walking continue. That's why I'm a bit I, hopeful about this bike thing. Hmm, I, I yeah. could see it as like Kojima's 
kind of overall vision that you wanted for Metal Gear Solid V, like a proper open world style Metal Gear. Yeah. Rather than just being, you know, areas, having like a full world open. Yeah, yeah. Being a bit more combat. And there was an interesting song played in the background as well, which is BB's theme, new version, which I think was sung by Troy Baker, I think, while he was in it. Because he was in the first he game. sounded like his voice. Well, it said in the corner, the thingy, BB's theme performed by uh, Ludwig something, Vassal or something, I can't quite remember, featuring hmm. Troy Baker. Okay. Well, he's, a... he's going to be in it, isn't it? Because it was, it was shown off. Well, it's a bit interesting because he, I can't, unless I just misremember him, but he was in the first game. And if he's playing the character who was in that, that's a different character. Because oh, okay. there's that, that weird dude with the red mask, weren't there? Playing the guitar. Yeah, that... Yeah. It was insinuating that he'd be playing him. But whether that's actually true, I don't know. Because in the first game, he played a different character. Well, I've actually read the... So apparently that the outline of the mask is actually reminiscent of... Uh, actress that was in the first game character. Oh, okay. But whether it's her or if it's just like whoever Troy Baker's character is, is like wearing it as like a almost like a taunt sort of thing. Yeah. I think there might be some misdirection going on there. I'm not sure if he's playing that person. There's always misdirection, isn't there? Because <laughs> yeah. there was a bit where he went to pull off his bastion and that's when the trailer ended. Mm. Nice guitar. Yeah, very cool. Uh, then there was a tagline that said, uh, should we have connected? So, mm. You see that really weird bit where um, he's holding the BB container and then suddenly he just turns into an octopus. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. that's Kojima all round, isn't it? I was expecting like a monster can to come out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't get started on that. <laughs> I wonder hey, I'd be happy with my sponsorship for, uh, for my football team because yeah. we're sponsored with them now. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the um, the so after the trailer, did you see the chat Jeff had with Hideo on stage? I did not know. So basically, he said that he'd written the whole story of this before the pandemic, and then the pandemic happened, and he scrapped the whole thing and just rewrote it all. Oh wow! Again, yeah. And jokingly, I'm, I'm actually not surprised. I wonder if there was like maybe some sensitive stuff that he would have written because of the pandemic, maybe. Well, jokingly, he also said that he didn't want to protect, uh, he didn't want to predict any more futures. <laughs> So that's why we really. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do you know what? I wanted it, to bring that out in a few years. That, he? <laughs> yeah. There's like Death Stranding 1.5, the untold story. Yeah. I feel like this is going all the way back to like Mel Gibson Solid 2. He's been, <laughs> been predicting. We can you imagine making like writing something as complicated as he normally would. And they just decided, nah, get rid of all that. Just do something completely different. Well, no, and he probably does that every week. Probably. But, but no, I'm, in, I'm intrigued by that one. As I say, I completed the first one. Didn't know what was going on, but I did enjoy it. So I'll pull it back this one. Although I've got to get back on the um, director's court for the first one. Just see the little extras. Because I've not been on that yet. You know what? I was... You know, like the racing and all that. No, right. Yeah. <laughs> Very but, weird. Funny enough, I was, I was actually looking at this yesterday. Because I was like... I kind of want to get back to Death Stranding, but if I'm going to play it now, it's going to be able to be like the PS5 version. But there isn't like a... Unless I need to put my disc in or something because I've got the physical edition, but I didn't yeah, see like a one. cheaper upgrade option. Did or was there to, never Did you have to buy it? I can't remember how it works now. I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to throw a disc back. But I've got a physical edition as well. Oh, okay. 
It might be one of those where you have to have the disc in and the game actually installed for you to like get the option to see the upgrade version. Sony doesn't make upgrade into the next gen versions easy like Xbox does. <laughs> no. No. Well, I'm intrigued about that one. Mm. No overdose though. No overdose. What's happening there? I wonder if that's still a new game that he's working on. And he's just not ready yeah, well, to show it off yet. Well, yeah, I'm sure he is. It'll come. Because he's been wanted, to, I know he's been wanted to do this horror game for ages, hasn't he? And he wanted to get involved in all this cloud gaming stuff. Yeah, he's got that deal with Microsoft. Mm. Maybe that's why I went showing off, because I don't think Microsoft had much involvement in this at all, did they? Yeah, might be why Phil was so annoyed. Yeah. Why did, why did he turn up there? I can't remember anything that really got <laughs> Should have was like purely Xbox focused. Was not. I don't think there was. Mm. But should we talk about a game that we're all we all like? Horizon Forbidden West. Oh yeah. Burning Shores. Yeah. So Aloy goes to Hollywood. Oh. <laughs> yeah, selling out. No, <laughs> <laughs> but she um she flew past the Observatory, did she? That was that I can't remember the name of it. Uh, I think it was the Capitol Records building as well that she went past. Mm. And then of course the Hollywood sign. And then dare I say a big massive robotic spider, was it? Destroyed. Oh, well, I'm not playing this game. Yeah, was it a spider? Was, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it was one of them, like, giant ones that you kind of get inside of. Oh, um, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. You might be right. Oh, the yeah. one at the... Yeah, you do it in the first game, don't you? Mm. Yeah. yeah, but that destroys the Hollywood sign, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Rude. I'd be... Um, do you know what I'm going to do when when eventually get that expansion? I'm going to find all the GTA spots. <laughs> the GTA spots. In this dystopian future. Oh, but more Horizon is good to look forward to. What about the um, Transformers game? Transformers Reactivate. What do you think of this? I can't remember it. I can't remember <laughs> that. I'm trying to remember it, because I don't think there was much it, to it, was there? It's It looked surprisingly bleak and dark. So, you know, you're used to seeing, like, upbeat Transformers stuff, particularly in video games, I think. Did you not but, watch the Michael Bay films? <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Not the later ones, anyway. Please don't. Because <laughs> they were crap. But, anyway. Um, yeah, there was like some sort of alien invasion going on. And then it showed up like a bunch of mercenaries uh, or people or something. And they were, I presume, they were fixing up Bumblebee. It looked like Bumblebee because you were looking through their Bumblebee's yeah. eyes. And it was like a yellow arm. So I presume it's Bumblebee. So, yeah, apart from that, as and having an alien invasion. It looks bleak. So, interesting. I know it's uh, it's cough, isn't it, I think? I don't know. Is it? I believe so. I, I saw a tile, I, I saw something about it saying that it's going to be like a co-op action game. So, if okay. it's anything like the, the little Cybertron series that I forgot who made, but they were quite solid third-person co-op games. Yeah. But I think it was like War for Cybertron and... I've played one of them, but I can't remember which one. Something for Cybertron, something like that. It was like it was based on like the whole fire on Cybertron um, before it blows. Um, Spoilers if you've never watched Transformers. <laughs> Things blow up. Let's <laughs> just Transformers. No, true, they do. They do. No, but it's cool because like I think in those games you you had like two modes. You could like your standard kind of you know robot modes, fire and shoot, and then you could go into like the robots um, vehicle mode as well 
So, like, right. you know, if you were flying, you could fly around, hover, shoot and stuff, or get into cars or trucks and stuff. It was cool. No gameplay for this one, though. No. This thing, I, I always look at CG trailers with just a like, critical eye. It's just like, is this actually going to be decent? I mean, that's I guess that's the whole point of the trailers, though, isn't it? It's trying to hype you back up without actually showing you anything about the actual product, which is sad annoying. Pretty much. Could be worse. It could be Metroid 4 and just have a picture, and that's it. <laughs> that's what I did for Bayonetta 3 as well, originally. It was just the logo on that. Was <laughs> but it is out, so yeah, fair play to them. I'll tell you what, a big surprise for me, though, that I really like the look of. Is that a... Rock A City? Yeah, Crime Boss Rock yeah. A City. So I was, I was look... quite intrigued by it. Yeah, so this looked like it was a first-person shooter set in the criminal underworld of the 90s Florida. Isn't it? Mm. And it seemed to be going for like a Vice City vibe, that looks like. It did feel like it, didn't it? There's some fairly big names in there as well. So you got Michael Madsen, Kim Basinger, Damien Poitier, Danny Trejo, Danny Glover, Michael Rucker, Vanilla Rice, and Chuck Norris. Chuck Not Norris was cast. just like out of nowhere. I was <laughs> like, what? Chuck yeah, Norris. I just kicks the camera. Oh. Ah, yeah, I really like the look at that one. Looks cool, and I like cool games. That comes out end of March. Is that is that the you know? It's the, new, it's the new February, <laughs> isn't it? Oh no, <laughs> March twenty eighth. That one. Mm, I think it's one of my surprises. One that I does have my interest is Armored Core Six. Right before you talk about the actual game, did you see Jeff's introduction to this? He looked like he was about to cry. Yes. He was, he like, honestly, close to tears about it. I don't know what was wrong with him. He's like, do you know like, where a child is, like, so excited that they're going to be on the verge of tears? That's kind of... Yeah. That's how he was. I didn't understand <laughs> it, to be honest. But, yeah. I feel like Armored Core has, like, a soft spot for, like, everyone who loves just mechs and shooting giant robots, basically. Yeah. I do, I do remember playing one of them when I was younger, but I can't, I can't remember which one it was. So. Yeah, I feel like I did the same as well. It was very... I think it was on Xbox. Well, I think it was only a demo I had. But mm. I never played an actual game. No, I, it was, it was I, I really liked the, the trailer for it. I was surprised that it's going to be from software, though. Haven't I they always done it? I thought that was always there, though. Didn't they always do Oh, them? maybe they could have, yeah. But they have, they have said it won't, it won't be like Souls-like No, game it's not going to be like... A Souls game and from X, it's going to be it's obviously its own thing. I imagine close to what the last game was like. I don't know how long it's been. So. It's been, so. I think it was 2013, I want to say, last one. So, or 2012. It's about 10 years since the last one, apparently. Right. So, it looks like there's a world in flames and uh, basically just fighting robots, aren't they? It, it did have, it does have a, like a very Terminator esque feel to it, I think. Mm, yeah. In that all Armored Core games, though. It probably is. Probably, I yeah. I, I've never really played any of them, but... I think I remember playing one on PS1, maybe. But I don't know whether it was... They, they, they are quite similar to another series called Mech Warrior. Oh, it could be that one, because it yeah. was like mechs shooting other mechs, but eventually yeah. I managed to get this cowboy hat, so I'm not sure if it was that oh, one. Okay, well, me- probably not Mech Warrior, then, because <laughs> it's a little bit more serious <laughs> than that. Um, I would say Armored Core is probably like... Somewhere stuck between Macquarie and Gundam. Okay. I think they, I think they, they move a little more quicker than than Macquarie um, ones. Macquarie is, you really feel like the big weight of how big the robots are. So. By the way, this was called Armor Code Six: Fires of Rubicon. And Rubicon. Rubicon. Rubicon's Rubicon. the name of the planet. Yeah. 
Oh, right, not the drink. <laughs> hey, the drink may have come from. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's very, like very a delicious mango else. drink. Orange yeah, is best. <laughs> That's coming out next year, apparently. Well, I guess that was it for the game awards. So, shall we move on to our PlayStation wrap ups? It's that time yeah. again to see what we've been playing and for how long. Are we going to do the traditional top trumps? Yeah, we can see do. Who's got the most? Yeah. Okay, shall, shall I kick off? Go on then, Mark. Okay, so we're we starting with total hours. Yeah. So mine in 2022, you have played 856 hours. I'll, I'll go next. I played 658 hours. And I played 1,138 hours. Oh, 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 oh. oh wow. That's insane. <laughs> that's more than three hours a day. Hey, that's average. That's healthy. Yeah, Shut up. Well. <laughs> So this is the breakdown of your time between the PS5 and the PS4 titles, mm. not the console. So I spent 709 hours on my PS5 playtime, which is 82.8% of my total playtime. Yeah. Mine on that one was 622 hours and 94.5% of my time on the PS5. Wow. Mine was 756 hours on the PS5 titles, which equated to 66.4%. And my PS4 one was 147 hours, which is 17.2%. Mine was 36 hours at 5.5%. That's it. That's doing away with the PS4. <laughs> You've gone proper in New <laughs> Gen. Uh, mine was 382 hours, which equated to 33.6%. You're, you're destroying this and all You've got a right so split there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know what like what it might be because I know I, I know this year I played a lot of Yakuza. I wonder if that's where it's coming from. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. So now we got hours played locally. Mm. I've got six hundred and fifty-seven. I've got five hundred and fifty-nine. And I have eight hundred and seventy-six. Clean sweep from my year. Uh, hours played online. I'm disappointed. 199. I just needed one more. Really? <laughs> Give me that for 200. I've got 99. Oh. oh I've got 260. Let's just get on FIFA for an hour then. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Push it over. Uh, uh, sorry, 262 was mine. 262. I thought yours might be bigger than that. You know, because you're on like on Warfare and all that. Cods. I thought you would push that, especially more than me. Well, clearly I've played a lot of single-player games this well, year. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So got a uh, total number of days played. 241. Finally, something I can do well at. Right, 274. Ooh. Ooh, close. About 365. <laughs> no, no. I think I had that last year, actually. I, I, had, I had at least two two weeks off of, like, 14, 15 days, so... 300... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 284. Oh, so you're only 10 days behind me, actually. It's because I at least play for 15 minutes a day when I have a game of FIFA before I start work. Okay. Hours spent in PlayStation VR. Zero. I think that's going to be the same for everyone, I'm guessing. Um, my total is 12. Lies. Wow. Yeah, it's lies. It's oh, okay. zero. Really. <laughs> I was like, oh, There's no way you'll spend 12 hours. <laughs> uh, I've got 20. No, I've got zero as well. And then we've got these community statistics, haven't we? Horizon Forbidden West. 
which I was not involved in. <laughs> At least me and Mark helped. Yeah, we we helped fell fourteen million Thunder Jaws single-handedly. <laughs> Hundred and sixty-eight thousand hours spent in four more. I don't think I ever use photo mode. Me neither. In it, or very rarely. I think I'll, I'll always use it once in a game, and if I like it, then I'll start using it. Cause like I loved it in Spider-Man games. So. For me, it just breaks up the gameplay too much. Cause I end up like spending too much just stopping and trying to find a photo rather than just playing the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so we move on to the next section. Yep. Uh. Top games? Yes, top games. We'll go with top games. Mm-hmm. So in 2022, I played 72 games. Fucking heck. Wow. I, I played 30. I only played 49. So we get into the top five games. Should we start with uh, number five and work his way up? Yeah, go on then. Yeah, sure. So my number five, which was uh, 6% of my game time mm-hmm. with 58 hours logged was Far Cry 6. Hmm. Interesting. Awesome. Hmm. That was a bit of a surprise for me. But I did play a lot of that with my brother. We played that co-op. Yeah. So that might explain that. So my number five, with 26 hours logged and 3% of my gameplay, was Horizon Forbidden West. Ooh, nice. Hmm. Very good. Uh, so my number five, at 6%, total playtime with 72 hours logged has been Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I'm hey, not surprised. That's beyond there, did it? <laughs> it's well, snuck in. I was expecting it to be higher, so I'm intrigued. Well, we'll see. So we'll see, see. <laughs> what okay. comes higher. <laughs> okay. So my number four with uh, 76 hours logged and 8, 8% on my total playtime, God of War Ragnarok. Nice. Already? Wow. So mine, this will surprise you both. So I've logged 28 hours. This is 4% of my annual playtime. It's Yakuza Like a Dragon. Nice. Oh, very nice. How, uh, I need to get back into that series. I've still not completed it yet. You've still not completed <laughs> Well, this is going to be funny. Um, so my number four, uh, at 7% all playtime, Logged 90 hours under it is Yakuza 0. Hey, great game. 90 hours. Can't believe it spent that much. I probably spent that much about that time on it. Yeah. Good game. You but, do get sucked into it, don't you? Oh, easy. Like, oh, I want you to try and do everything there. So, like, all the um, so business just, management. Yeah, that's the, uh, yeah, it's the business management. Stuff, isn't it? Yeah, the, the mini, um, sorry, the cabarets as well. That took so long. Yeah. Uh, number three. With 85 hours logged, which is 9% of my annual playtime, it's Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> Very nice. Tell you spend more time on it. <laughs> Didn't get Mine... a platinum for that one, though. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh. I got in that for how much time you put into it. But yep. anyhow, my number three, with 76 hours logged, 11% of my playtime, it's Fortnite. Oh, dear. <laughs> You've let me down there, Nathan. To be honest, though, I think Lisa probably logged like most of that, trying to get me through <laughs> sure, the uh, battle. Sure. Don't, don't blame Lisa on this one. Uh, right, so my number three at 10% total playtime 
114 hours logged. I'm quite surprised at this, actually. It's FIFA 22. Oh. And I'm going to assume at least 110 of those hours was clubs. <laughs> so, wow. I didn't realise we played so much FIFA. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> number two for me with 113 hours logged. 13%. It's FIFA 22. Oh, I spent one hour more than <laughs> purely clubs. One hour must have been much. spending the menus. Because I've never, I've, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because I've never yeah. played. I haven't played the career rule. Oh, I, I think I only touched career a little bit. These FIFA always pops up because purely that's what we play online. Pretty much, yeah. That it always ends up in there pretty high. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's number two. My number two, with 113 hours. And 17% of my playtime, it's FIFA 23. 113 already on FIFA 23. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and I bet wow. you can't guess what my number one is, but we'll get your, it. Your number one is going to like outshine my number one hours, but it's. I'll be shocked if you don't have more hours. So, yeah, my number two which is actually tied with number three at 114 hours. Logged, 10% playtime, and Mark will not be impressed with this. It's Fortnite. Oh, what <laughs> are you like doing Fortnite? to me, lads? What are you doing to me? <laughs> I spent a lot of hours on Fortnite this year. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Number ones, then. Mark's number one. Fortnite. So with... <laughs> <laughs> so with... 151 hours logged, which is a total annual playtime of 17%. It's Cyberpunk 2077. Wow, 100. Fair play. It's a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. Rookie numbers, that mark. <laughs> Get yourself yeah. ready. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll... Right. So, so we actually number got... one. <laughs> with 53% of my annual playtime <laughs> and a staggering 352 hours. Oh dear. It's FIFA 22. Jesus Christ. Why do we even get you involved in this? We always know what yours is going to be. Oh dear. Oh dear. Well, as much as that's not a surprise for Nathan, mine will probably not even be a surprise as well. Um, So, my number one. I could probably guess, but go on. (laughs) My number one, uh, 186 hours logged, which equaled 16% of my total playtime, is Call of Duty Vanguard. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised at that. I, I did enjoy Vanguard, to be fair to it. It's, um, yeah, Vanguard got a lot of stick, but I didn't think it was a bad game. Yeah, I, I don't know why it gets a lot of stick. I think it did introduce some really good stuff to it. Like I did like the... Oh, what is it? Well, they introduced the you know it, it varied between game on like the amount of players that it could be in. So you could be in a six v six. Next, you could end up being like a sixteen v sixteen. Yeah, I, I liked that. I thought that was that was a nice and um, addition that Modern Warfare Two is just thrown completely out of the window. Um, no, no war mode though. I'm still disappointed. Mm. I was thinking. Yeah. I really thought we've we've been sledgehammer games. They might reintroduce that back into it. We've been another Modern Warfare. Another World War Two game, but yeah, yeah, that was a disappointment. That one, I think. I think that might have been one of the reasons why I didn't have so much game time, was it? Because they did World War Two. 
Yeah. I, I, I think they're still, I was really into. Yeah, they're still my like favourite game mode out of any Call of Duty. Activision, if you're listening. <laughs> okay, shall we move on to your favourite genre of 2022? Apparently. Yeah. So, this is going to be obvious for me. <laughs> well, this one's a bit of a surprise to me. But, um, actually, no, I actually come to think of it, it kind of makes sense. But no, my, my favourite genre apparently was a first-person shooter. Yeah, it makes sense. Cyberpunk. Yeah. I, don't I think that well. explains it, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. How many hours logged? Uh, hours logged is 239. Games played? Nine. Um, I can't I can't think of nine first-person shooters that I've played. In the, in the year, anyway. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's going to be a difficult one. <laughs> Cyberpunk, it's got to be Call of Duty in there. Probably Vanguard and... Vanguard and Modern Warfare 2. Uh, so that's three. Maybe other CODs that we might have played throughout the year as well. World War 2. I don't, yeah, think, I don't think we played that this year. I'm sure we'll have we've played prop hunt at some point. Yeah, I'm sure we played a little bit, at least. Oh well, I I've not it. played prop hunt in ages. I played prop hunt in Red Dead Two. Cold that be clusters. It's not first person no, shooter, is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling. Ooh, I'm really struggling to think of a first person shooter. Far Cry. Oh yeah, fuck it. Yeah, that's a shout. Yeah, that's definitely one. Uh. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. What about trophies? Ah, trophies earned 75 in the first-person shootouts. Yours, Nathan? So for me, it's sports. (laughs) (laughs) Shock. It's not even sports. It should just be football. FIFA. (laughs) So hours played, 468. Games played, four. And 12 trophies earned. Only 12? Wow, for the amount of hours, he, well, it's all career. Because I play career, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then a bit of pro clubs for you guys. Oh, yeah. They must be counting the last gen versions, maybe. Well, you, you've only done. Yeah, but it doesn't include. It's not just FIFA. Have you played any other sports yeah. games? What's um, the two? Riders Republic. I played that. Could you class yeah. that as well? Yeah, you could probably class that as a sports game. Um, and then one Any other racing games? Maybe. Oh, I ah, played races. that Hot Wheels racing. Ah. Because that yeah. were on PS yeah. Plus recently. So it could could have been that one. Unless they put wrestling in their own genre, perhaps. Mm, maybe. Right, well, mine won't be much of a surprise that my favourite genre was first-person shooter also. Yeah. Uh, I was logged 427. So you got me that beat there, Nathan. I played 10 games, which again, now I'm struggling to try and think. <laughs> okay, so we're at two cards, Cyberpunk. I didn't play any of the Far Cries. Battlefield. Oh, yeah. Uh, it could class Resident Evil Village, maybe. Maybe. I wonder, I wonder if they're classing like Warzone separately or something. Maybe. Oh, that's a good shot. Yeah, because it could do War. Yeah. Yeah, because I think Warzone's technically classed as mo- the original Modern Warfare. Maybe that as well. Yeah. Anyway, I can't think of what it is. Uh, I earned 78 trophies. Ooh, None of which was me. probably platform. <laughs> Then we got some more global community statistics. Uh, st- 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 I can never say that word. Statistics. statistics. Stats. That's what we'll say. Some, st- some stats. So uh, these are for God of War Ragnarok. So apparently there's been 850 million rage mode activations. 599 million chest punch. I like that. <laughs> Six billion enemies killed. And five billion axe throws. One of the best features Ooh, of the that game. Seems about, legit. That seems yep. about a billion then that's, that's missing. Probably just the... The blades at that point. <laughs> okay, this is where the, the real showing off gets to happen. 
trophies in 2022, I earned 564 trophies. Somehow. I don't remember getting that many. Okay. 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 Well, I'm feeling emasculated right now. So I earned a total of 214 new trophies. For the amount of hours that I've played as well over against both of you, I only got 381. How did you get so many trophies? I don't know, to be honest. Jesus Christ. Right, the breakdown. Do, okay. do you want to start from... Start from bronze. bronze. I'll show the yeah. bro- Okay, all right. So my bronze is 382, which was 68%. 68% of my trophies. For me, for bronze, <laughs> I got 180 and that was 84% of my trophies. Not bad, not bad. I got 300 bronze, perfect number, which equated to 79% of my trophies. Okay, silvers, I got 133, which is 24%. I got 23 silvers, and that's 11%. I got 66 silvers, which was 17%. Golds. The gods. 47, which is 8%. Oh. I got five. Uh, sorry, I didn't get five. I got 10, which were 5%. That's not bad. I only ended up getting 13 gold, which is 3%. And then the big one, the platinums, I got two, which for some reason says 0%. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, must a, it must be a point something. I don't know. I, I got, well, I got one platinum. Hey. And that's also 0%. And I got two as well. Only two platinums this year, which equated to 1%. Okay, so my platinums were Stray and God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> Go on, Nathan. Mine were. Mine was. <laughs> my name is Bayo2. Yay. Wonderful. Do you remember what yours were, Matt? Mine. I'm trying to think. I wish it would tell you. Uh. I have absolutely no idea what mine was. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Ooh, that's a hard one. I'm trying to think. Okay, this, this next one, this this major trophy milestones bit's completely stumped me. I like it. I'll I'll tell you why it stumped me when I when I tell you why. Okay. So, it t- so it tells you your first trophy and your last trophy done for the year. Apparently, my first trophy of the year somehow was called Sparkly Clean on FIFA 09. Oh no, if you look at the date. No, 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 it's your first very trophy. first trophy that you've got. Yeah. It's not the first trophy of the year, it's your like first trophy you so got why does on it, so what, Hang on, so why does it say 2022 major trophy milestones then? I do not know. So it's recycled, <laughs> basically. Basically. Yeah. It says here are some of the key trophy highlights from this year. So that's completely wrong. They've, yeah, they've it's your first up. ever they've trophy me- on the place. Yeah, but they've messed up there, because it shouldn't be. Yeah. So I don't know what my first trophy is of the year. What, what does yours say? Mine says Vault 101 Citizenship Award from Fallout 3. And I got that one on the 10th of June 2010. So this is all completely wrong. Right, this is all redundant then. Come on then, Matt, what was yours? So my very first trophy was called First Treasure in Uncharted 2 Among Thieves Game of the Year Edition in the 21st of July 2013. I've not even had PlayStation for 10 years. And then my last trophy was called Unrivaled Aptitude on Sonic Frontiers. Now I know this isn't my latest trophy. Look at this one. 
mm. because I got another trophy last night. This this was definitely before that one. But this was um just a simple game called Blackjack. It's just win ten thousand quid on Blackjack. That That's it. That was apparently my latest trophy. And mine, air quotes, latest trophy was the dream begins from Lawnmower Simulator. Nice. <laughs> sorry, what did you say yours, Matt? What was it? Oh, sorry, latest trophy. Uh, unrivaled aptitude from Sonic Frontiers. I don't know. And then we got more community stats, this time for Gran Turismo 7. Community. 13 billion miles driven, 1 million liveries, libraries, liveries, liveries. Li- I always say liveries. 1 million liveries created. 212 million cars collected and 369 million online races completed. Nice. How many games did we download from PS Plus? Or add to our libraries? I think this is like an obscure one because it's it's all based on like, okay, what did you have access to? Not what did you actually download or play sort of thing? Because I imagine our numbers are going to be quite similar. Well, you at least had to add it to your basket and in air quotes purchase it. So you so need now, some true. Okay, so now we just have our PlayStation Plus statistics. So apparently it says in 2022, PS Plus granted access to 768 games with an asterisk. I don't know yeah, what that's asterisk why But uh, it says your time with PS Plus in 2022. So I imagine these are going to be different for us. I spent 84 hours spent playing online multiplayer games with the PS Plus. Hmm. I spent 81 hours. I spent 97. Uh, monthly PS Plus games added to your library in 2022. 25. I have 35. That's oh, why I missed some then. <laughs> oh, I missed some as well because I've got 28. <laughs> what did I miss? Unless it's like, there Unless might be stuff... ones that I've like already bought that I want to. Oh, yes, that might be the same one. Yeah. Because uh, that did happen a few times this year for me. Same for me as well. Annoying. It's like, oh, it's on a deal. I'll buy that. Two months later. It's on PS Plus. <laughs> Damn it. And uh, your top online multiplayer game for 2022. FIFA 22. <laughs> yeah, FIFA 22. Fee- no, it's uh, Call of Duty <laughs> Obviously. I think that's it for our stats, isn't it? It is. Although it does finish with yeah, one community activity. Yeah, it does finish activity. with some... Like, well, the top monthly games were, weren't they? So, I think you had... Well, we start from bomb. I think number five is Tony Hawk Pro Scale 1 and 2. Yep. Although the servers have gone down for that. Fix that, please. Oh, I want no. to go back on that. And they've, uh, been down, they've been down for about a month. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Never noticed. Cheers, Activision. Uh, so, so you can't play online right now. That's, that's infuriated me. Number four is Team Sonic Racing. Number three, Dirt 5. Number two, EA Sports UFC 4. Uh, number one, unsurprisingly, is FIFA 22. And then we just finish with the community numbers for Stray. Yeah, this is the funniest one of the lot. Yeah. So there'd be one billion meows. <laughs> 12 million things ruined. 635,000 basketballs sunk. And 814,000 miles travelled in buckets. It's amazing how they can calculate that stuff. It's definitely the bucket stuff. Yeah, because they're not massively long, the bucket bits, are they? No. Just get off, just go back to the top and then just keep going down. <laughs> Maybe that's what people were doing, I don't know. But there you go, that is, is our PlayStation numbers. Woo-hoo. I don't know who won overall. Probably, Probably Matt, yeah. yeah. 
I'm just trying to look. I'm still trying to look for like a plan. Oh, uh, Platinum's that cheap. Borderlands. Borderlands. Oh, yes. Yes. And Translation might be in Jedi Fallen Order as well. Because I remember Platinum. Yeah. Right. Very good. Well, that, that was my last two. Anyway, so. Shall we move on to any other news? Yep. Let's do it. Anything anybody wants to talk about? Well, we did recently get a launch window for Spider-Man 2, which is quite exciting. Mm, we did, didn't we? Mm, yes. So this was corroborated by a few different sources. Um, so it started off with a a posting on the PlayStation Store page, aired briefly. So we got a bit of information there. And then an artist that was working on the game listed a window in, on their personal website. And eventually, Sony caved and basically confirmed that the sequel to Sp- Spider-Man would finally be here in autumn 2023, so next year. As long as it all goes to plan, we're going to have it in less than a year, which is which is good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, should be good. I mean, the first one and Miles Morales were excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure, I'm sure that's probably one of your most looked forward to games of the year. Yep. Just give me that first game trailer. That's all I want. Yeah. Be nice to see a bit of gameplay. I'm just glad it's not in February, March time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We've got, we've got enough. Oh, it's too it. much. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't remember yeah. to choose between that and Resident Evil 4. I choose when you can have them both, mate. Should we talk about uh, Amazon Games? Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. they have now. They've signed a deal with Crystal Dynamics and they're going to do the next major entry in the Tomb Raider franchise. Yeah, this was quite interesting when this came out. Mm. Yeah. But it'll still be a single-player narrative-driven game. So that's good. a good thing. Crystal Dynamics, you know, they did well with it. I think it's safe to say the last three games were great. Yeah, they totally the most revitalised the franchise. Mm. I thought they were all good. Not quite sure what the point of this deal is, but... I guess it's yeah, there for a reason. Really say. Well, yeah, because yeah. is it that they're going to be putting the game on Luna, which is like Amazon's gaming thing? No, maybe. Well, who knows? They could do, but uh, it'd be silly to keep it just there. Oh no! Oh yeah, it'd be a like, Tomb Raider is not that big of a franchise for me to throw my PS5 away and get Luna. <laughs> yeah, good though. Could not... it could uh, potentially fuel a series for them as well? Maybe if Amazon wanted to do that. Yeah, because I've not played the third one yet, though, so I don't mm. really know how this trilogy ends, so to speak. Yeah. So I don't I... know, is it going to be a continuation of it in some form? Or yeah. is it going to be another reboot of sorts? I don't know. I could see him doing a continuation. I think I only got Holy part God. way through it. I need to get back to it. Yeah, I need to finish it off. Yeah, I'll need to finish the trilogy off. Yeah, there's no point just doing the first two and then leaving it there. Yeah, I imagine it will be a continuation because they've talked about using Unreal Engine 5, so you've got to think it's going to be yeah. a similar ilk to what they've been doing. But it's interesting to see what they actually do with it and how it's released. Well, that's not the only thing Amazon has been up to. Mm-hmm. We're going back into the whole film and TV thing. More announcements. Everything's Yay. getting made into a TV and a film now. Okay, yep. so um, we may have already noticed, but there's going to be uh, a God of War series yep. on Amazon. Uh, but it's been announced that uh, Rafe Judkins will be the showrunner, and he did the Wheel of Time series, which I have to say 
has taken a real hammering online. So, oh so a lot of people aren't too keen on this one. But um, Corey Barlock, who directed the 2018 God of War game, he's on board as a co-exec producer. So oh, hopefully yeah. it might go in a good direction. Um, well, I think they're, they're looking to base it off the 2018 game, aren't they? They're not. Yeah, probably. They're not going to start all the way from the actual beginning. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I imagine so, yeah, yeah. It sort of makes sense. I actually saw a few people weren't too happy about that, actually. They, they wanted to do it from... You know, the like, classic. Yeah, the classic God of War. I don't know if it gets much reach, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, True. Probably. I think God of War really um, blew up in popularity thanks to the 2018 one. Yeah. So I, I could definitely see them, you know, like do flashback stuff to it, which would be nice, not to the obviously the classic games. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, in the new games, there are references, obviously, to the past. Oh thing, yeah. So obviously, yeah. Like the blades might, and stuff. Yes, it's like come in some shape or form throughout the series. But um, Sonny Sulgic says he wants to be involved in it. Yeah, I did hear that, but he said he might be a bit too old for the role now. Yeah, I can't I can't. I think he would be. Unless you play someone completely different. Mm, could be. What, yeah. be like Troy Baker and Ashley? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But That'd be interesting. I can't see him playing the traitors. That would no, who would you weird. have playing Kratos? Uh, the Rock! No. Yeah, I was going to say The Rock. No. No. <laughs> Uh, actually, big show. No, I don't. I don't. Big show. <laughs> oh, God. John Cena. Do, 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 do. No. John um, Cena might not actually be a band. Uh, well, let's say that. What's it? Look, what would he look like? Bold? I don't know. Actually, I don't know. He's Triple H. Close Triple H should do it. I was, I was thinking Batista. Are we just going to like, name wrestlers? We're just yeah, going to say names. We're just going well, to that, that, wrestlers. There's the closest to like massive beefy. I just think Triple H might not be a bad show. He's already got the yeah, beard gone. Yeah, he looks pretty good. Yeah, I, think, I think he's got that physique, that look. Bald head, beard. As long as he doesn't bring his I don't Blade 3 energy. I was going to say, I don't really know what his acting capabilities are. So. Don't watch Blade 3. Or do, if you have. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not sure about that one, to be honest. But we'll see. Uh, but what, uh, another um, one that's been announced that I'm quite interested in is that I, I played... Uh, the, the second game of this when I was younger. That's going to be a Toe Gem and Earl film. Have you guys really? ever played Toe Gem and Earl? I have. It's very out Weird. there. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> it is out there. It's the best I can... Yeah, so that's going to be made by Amazon as well. Uh, with a unanimous media and story kitchen. It must be animated. Oh, it's got to be. I yeah. presume so. <laughs> I doubt it's going to be a live-action alien. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I, I but mean, I don't know. you know... I don't yeah, we did have to take some Pikachu, so... Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I don't understand why they're doing it. I don't think what the actual story of it is, though, because like, I remember play, uh, playing the yeah, game so... years ago, and it was still so, like, weird in, like, what you had to do. You had to, like, collect stuff to open a door to get to, like, the next level. Yes, basically, I, th- I think it was... Their, uh, their love of funk was being lost from their planet or something. Like... They love music and all that, and I can't you know quite what? remember. It'd be, it'd be perfect anyway. for the craze of Rick and Morty, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, just to it'd, it'd be that kind of you. Well, High on Life has been just come out with mixed yeah. reviews. Yeah. Very mixed reviews. Yeah, I expected that too. 
Yeah, it's it's one of those that like if it's, that... if it's not your kind of humour, then it's gonna absolutely grey on you. Yeah, I'd love it. I think it's great. Uh, yeah, I quite like because I played the second Toe Jam and Earl game. Where you're, mm. which is I remember Panic, playing the first one. Panic on Funkatron. Mm. And I always remember it because I don't know why I specifically always remember this, but I remember there was a, a quest in it where you had to find a chocolate covered pickle for somebody. Mm. It was very Sounds odd, fun. but I, I just remember that. But then, one other thing's been announced mm. a film of Death Stranding is coming. So Kojima Productions will partner with Hammerstone Studios for this. That's just going to be a whole lot of weirdness. But I'm going to say, isn't the game already exactly? This is the thing. It's unless it's going to be a separate story in that world. I presume it must be because I I doubt it's going to be Norman and all that. Oh no, it would definitely be Norman. You think so? I don't think. I don't think. I think it'll be a complete. Jim would love this. He wouldn't. He wouldn't want to. Skip on. You want to intertwine them? Yeah. Story-wise, maybe this is the scrap story you did. Oh. He's gonna put it into the film. That'd be good. That'd be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, it makes sense because just... the walk, Walking Dead's just finished, hasn't it? So Norman might have got a bit of time to put into this. Oh no, and they're like really? some sort of spin-off future series that they've announced now. Probably. Like, oh, something called like Dead World. Another one. <sighs> Didn't they already have a spin-off of it? Yeah, they had Fear the Walking Dead. I've got need more spinners. Just end it. Just stop it. Well, it has ended. Now we need a sequel. No, we don't need another one. No, we do. We need nothing more. End that. End that world. Don't could could on. you imagine if we got a Death Stranding film before Mel Gibson? What's happened to that film? I thought Kojima was doing stuff with that as well. Uh, I know it's um. Oh, I forgot the director's name now. But it was the guy who did um Kong Skull Island. I know yes. he's the one. Peter Jackson for it. No. No. Not that's the King just, Kong. That's just Kong. No. Yeah. But Skull Island from about 2015-ish? I don't know, it might be later on. Oscar Isaac still talks about it as well, doesn't he? He still brings it up. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so he's signed on to be Snake, which is interesting, you know, I don't mind him as Snake. I think I'll be fine. Yeah. But well, it, just seems to, it just seems to have been dragging on this. It uh, has, hasn't it? Has, like, I'm sure that'll come around one day. Well, Meta Cricket... Uh, Metacritic has recently come out and revealed the top 10 worst reviewed games. Of hey, 2022. we love this. <laughs> so I thought I'd get this because we always seem to love the <laughs> worst ones <laughs> rather than the best. I'm trying to um, think of games that have come out this year. There's loads, yeah. So they said in the, in the criteria that it's... You can do. So the criteria is games that have been released for any platform between... January the 1st, 2022, and December 31st. However, games with fewer than seven reviews from professional outlets have been excluded. All these are uh, like random games we've never heard of. There, there is some random ones I've not heard of, but there is some... Well, there's a couple that we may have heard of before. I should have asked a guess. I can't think of any, actually. <laughs> guess? No, I can't. Think. That's just, I can't think of um, any right, ideas, so I'll, start from, I'll start from... <laughs> well... I, I thought The Last of Us Part 1, because when that came out, that would get review bombed, but I think it kind of equalised out eventually. That's just, that's, I don't that's think it's based though, on it? user reviews, otherwise, yes, you'd probably be like... Oh, right. You'd probably correct. Yeah. No, this never, is like professional. Never review. trust the public. Um, so I'll go from, from 10 downwards. So at number 10, uh, with a score of 52, is Blade Runner Enhanced Edition. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did hear that got a bit of a kick. So... 
Yeah, because I think because that's that's a game I've always wanted to play. Right. Mm. That that Blade Runner point and click. Yeah. Adventure. Because back in the day, that was like one of the big games. People loved that game. Mm. It was like a like was it late nineties or something. Probably. And I always wanted to play that. And then I heard about this enhanced edition being made. So I'm like, mm. okay, I'll hold off. And then it came out, and then everyone just slammed it. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, yeah, I guess I'm just going to have to like, search out for the original version. Graphics was look, like lost the, the yeah. atmosphere of the game or something like that. They, they did it in a way that it just didn't look the same. But apparently, you can. they started giving away the original version. They Yeah, I did. I heard about On this, Steam. Yeah. If you purchase the announcements. So I've just done that. <laughs> Oh, I'm just, just going to play the original. We'll that, support. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's like one of those games in my entire history of gaming that I've always wanted to play and just for whatever reason just never just done it. Not got around to it. Well, there's your uh, New Year's resolution for next year. Yep, there we go. So what? Uh, it's not right. going to happen. But so <laughs> <laughs> many other things to play. But... Okay, go on then. Carry on. Yep. Moving on. Uh, number nine with a score of also 52 is. Kimiwaza Way of the Thief. Uh, what? Or Kamiwaza, sorry, I should say. Kamiwaza no, Way of the Thief. Yeah, Baroness is on the PS4. It sounds like it'd be rubbish as well. Um, I've got no clue what this is. So. <laughs> uh, we'll move on on that one. Uh, at number eight, we have, with a score of 51, The Waylanders on PC. Again, another one I've not heard of, so... Unfortunately, a lot of these are going to be just random things. I've just. Yeah. Number seven, with a score 50, is The Last Oriku. I could have said that wrong. Oriku. Oriku? This was read on Xbox Series X. And number six, with a score 49, is Zorro The Chronicles. Which sounds a bit disappointing. You just think Zorro Zorro would be kind of cool. Apparently. It was on the okay. PS5. Review. Yeah. Number five with a score of 46 is Ark of Alchemist, which sounds like an anime game. Uh, it was reviewed on Switch. At number four with a score of 43 is Zell. X E L. Another game on the Switch. Again, sounds is like an anime. That would kind of make sense. Could be XEL, XL. So, yeah, XL, XL. Pure like guess, though. Uh, one that I'm not surprised to see here, and maybe you'd like to, if you can try and throw a guess, because you might have heard of it. What number are we on? Number three. Uh, is, it a, is it a big game? Is it a popular game? It was a. Or what genre is it? It was a uh, third person hack and slash live service game. Oh, the one that Ow. closed down. Outriders, Landers. The no. One, oh, the one with the servers closed down. Babylon Servers closed down within... Is it Babylon? A, Babylon Fall? Babylon, yeah. That's... Well, with a score of 41, it is Babylon's Fall. Hey. Ah. <laughs> uh, so surprisingly, these two games worse than that. <laughs> oh. right. This should be interesting. This could be funny. Yep, so at number two, with a score of 38, is Crossfire X. Oh, the first person shooter, that. Everyone hyped up as being like a cod killer. Then they just failed miserably. Pretty much. Yeah. Also had a campaign created by Remedy. Oh, did it? Mm. Oh, blimey. Unfortunately. What, what happened there then? I don't know. It's 
apparently it wasn't it wasn't the worst part of the game. So. Oh well, that's, that's something, isn't it? Yeah. Although it is, I think it is the most played game as well. Like it's really popular in Asia, if I recall. And our worst game of the year, at number oh, one. Are we, able to, are we able to guess this, or is it too obscure? It might be a bit obscure. You, you could have heard of it. I it kind of passed me by. What 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 genre is it? How do I? Well, I, you don't know that. I, I, I want to. I think it might it. have been third person. I'm not sure. Was it first? No, it could uh, be first person. I, I think it's sort of like a horror slash gore game. Horror slash gore game. Well, yeah. I was going to go for Barbie's Horse Riding Simulator, but I'm guessing that's not that one. No, that, that was at least <laughs> 55. Chopping the horse's head off. <laughs> like Godfather. I don't know, put us out of misery. I'll, I'll put out of misery. So it got a score of 30, it is Postal 4. Oh, no Postal. regrets. That's how, it's, that's how it's spelled, it's not regrets. Okay. <laughs> score Postal, 30. That, Postal that's, not, that's not a series I've heard of for quite a while. No, I'm, I'm sure I heard that the series is like terrible. Yeah. And yeah, they yeah. still, still do four somehow make games for it. Yeah. <laughs> you seen the Postal film? There's oh, a God. film of Postal. That's, even, that's, that's, that's as bad as you think it is. It's a choice. It was, it's was... influencingly made by Uwe Ball. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So that's as, I always seem like... to get Postal mixed up with Manhunt. I don't know why. Because I feel like they, they, they have that like kind of similar vibe, but one's actually yeah, made well. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Postal's just a bit zanier, I think. Manhunt's a bit, bit more gritty. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the top 10 worst reviewed games of 2022. Well, that's just really filled my Christmas list up, Matt. So, yeah. <laughs> Stocking fillers. <laughs> Shall I finish with the uh, news that make you go, what? What? Exactly. What? So, this is taken from Eurogamer. A lost Michael Jackson video game built for Sega World Amusement Parks has been salvaged from a UK car boot sale. So Jackson appeared in Sega's Scramble training, giving a voiceover to the motion simulator arcade game that was released in March 1993, built on Sega's Advanced Simulator 1 pod. However, following allegations subsequently uh, aimed at the singer, all references to Jackson were later entirely removed. And earlier this year, however, a digital tape titled Sega AS1 Michael Jackson version uh, was discovered at a car boot sale in the UK. Uh, as Games Radar and Forbes report, it was being sold by someone selling items owned by its parted relative who happened to be a former employee of Sega Amusements Europe. It says that the tape contained full recordings of scrambled training footage, complete with English voiceover from Jackson and dubbed into Japanese. While the game itself remains unavailable, the tapes, featuring Commander Jackson, had now been uploaded to YouTube. So you can actually go and watch them, if you so wish. They're not very exciting. And you can clearly see him like, reading off a teleprompter. It's like his eyes are like. <laughs> no, he's just wired, that's all. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But there you go. Interesting. Random stuff found at UK car boot sales. You, you always find the most interesting things at UK yeah. car boot sales, I think. Like. Oh, of course you do. Yeah. Always some hidden gems in there. I always like it when a piece of history gets saved. Yeah. Yeah, you can't argue with that. But the game's, nobody still knows where the actual game is, though. It's mm. just this. I don't know. Maybe. We never know. There's always another car boot. 
Yep. Super Bowl is what we're currently playing then. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Um, shall I start? Yeah, go on. Turn the right. honors, Mark. Okay, so naturally, well, the, the, the initial plan at the moment was because um, recently we had the uh, Witcher 3 upgrade, didn't we? Last yes. Wednesday, I believe it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then I was going to say, my entire plan was to, that was going to be my Christmas game. And then I realised, oh yeah, I've still got another CD Projekt Red open world game that I've still not completed yet, so I might as well just carry on with that. So I carried on with Cyberpunk, obviously, as the hours show on my uh, stats we did earlier. Still not completed it. Still seeing a few more bugs in there. It's like I saw um, there was a little, there was this little kid because around the city sometimes you see little kids walking around, don't you? And there was a little kid and he walked towards some steps. So, so basically it was like steps. Flat area, steps, flat area. Not that. And the kid walked up to the steps, and then as he got to the steps, he just went into the T-pose, and then slid up the stairs, and then walked <laughs> on the flat bit, and then slid up the next flight in the stairs as well, in the T-pose. Very odd. But now I'm still, I'm pushing through really with the story on Cyberpunk now. Because uh, I, I did spend a lot of time doing like side stuff and things mm. like that. Um, I'm just plowing along with the story now. Um, still not finished it. So hopefully by the next pod, I might have done it all. But yeah, I've still got a long way to go. Even though I've got like, what was it 151 hours? Was it or something? something yeah, yeah. So I'm fairly sure I'm going to be pushing at least two hours, uh, 200, come the end of it. But we shall see with that. But I played uh, one other game, and that is one called South of the Circle. Ooh. So this is a narrative-driven a emotional tale of a man named Peter whose plane crashes in the Antarctic and he becomes stranded there with uh, along with the injured pilot and noticing that there's a beacon from a research facility nearby nearby he sets off on foot to search for help there uh, but upon getting there he learns that there's, there's a deeper mystery that begins to unravel basically and he has to proceed on a long and arduous journey for survival now during this trek uh, the game continuously jumps back in time uh, and you experience various flashbacks of Peter's life uh, throughout the whole journey. So we learn that he is an academic at uh, Cambridge University and he's currently attempting to write a scientific paper on climatology. And while he's there, he meets a fellow academic called Clara and they begin having a relationship. Now, all this is set uh, during the backdrop of the Cold War to the 1960s and the international like political tension runs throughout the story in the background and so the game itself has a rather unique like drawn art style Hmm. it's got like a very simplistic um, control scheme so you have so the vast majority of the game is you making dialogue choices based off of your emotions so you have like five emotional responses that you can use during your dialogue with people so you have like panic which is like confusion and concern you got caring so you like when you be open and honest uh, forthright which is like strong and assertive uh, enthusiastic so that's like showing interest and curiosity and, and negativity so that's like shy, shyness and being downcast and most conversations in the game will be like a variation of like two or three of these emotions that you can react with 
And these choices obviously reflect like how people react to you based on what you say or how in what manner you respond to them, specifically with your relationship with Kalawa. Uh, throughout, there are also a number of like key choices that you make, which factor in t- towards the end somewhat. Uh, but what I did like is that the end is open to interpretation. So it, it does leave itself open in that way. And some people will probably hate that kind of thing, but I don't mind it. Um, it is quite an emotional-driven game, and it's like it has like the the themes of love and survival. They're kind of like the key themes along the way. There is a, there is another one, but that's that, I, to, to mention what that would be potential spoiler. But um, mm. but it, it it really did pull me in to be honest, and um, I, it, it wanted it, as I was going along with it, it just kept I just kept wanting to push on with it. Uh, so I actually completed it in a single session, and it took about three and a half hours, something like that. And I, it certainly isn't as emotional distressing as say something like The Last of Us, however. But mm. after finishing it, it did provoke quite a bit of self-reflection. I think I found. So I did it. It did end up making me think about choices that maybe I've made throughout my life, perhaps like how I could have maybe interacted differently with people. And how things might have been different if I'd done so, particularly with people I care about. So I think it, you know it was quite affecting that. But um, for a short story to that, like that to elicit that sort of reaction, I think it's a pretty powerful thing. And um, I mean, I just think it's these random experiences that you might you might find on a whim. You know, these random games. And I think that's probably why we end up loving gaming, really. Isn't it? It's like you can come across these random things and just they just hit you for whatever reason. But no, I, it's a thumbs up for me. I, I liked it. It's probably not going to be something for everyone because it's not like an action-packed game. It's all about thought and love and relationships and that kind of thing. Mm. But no, it's, it's a, nicely art, a nice art style. Uh, nice, well-written. But yeah, it's, I really enjoyed it. So that's called South of the Circle. But that's all I've been playing. So Matthew, what are you playing? Myself, just... A couple of games that um, I've spoken about before, and then the one new game um, since sort of coming back to the UK. I've gone some time to be able to play some games now. Um, so one obvious one I'll talk about is Modern Warfare 2. Um, they did drop a mid-season update, as they like to now. So season one reloaded. Um, they've got your favourite map in now. Uh, Shipman. I, I did see this. I've not jumped into it yet, but I did so, see that. Oh, I'm surprised you've not jumped yet. Um, mm. I've, I've had a couple of games on it. Um, so is it set... Uh, so I know we're talking about Shipman here, but is it set on a ship? Is it? Yes, this time around it's actually so set on a ship. They've done it properly this time. Right? Yes, properly this yeah. time. <laughs> um, it feels... They, they've, come, they've gone back to the how it felt on Modern Warfare. So you know how they... They opened up a couple more containers, so now you can sort of go through them from side to side. It's not just you kind of locked in in the I suppose corners and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they have removed the verticality of it that I That's think good, Vanguard that was... introduced. I didn't like that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm quite happy about that because it's 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 annoying enough that you have to sort of look down, kind of land and stuff. And then you have got these. You know, yeah. enemy players popping up above you as well. Yeah. That was getting in that annoyed. sort of environment. You want all the carnage to be on the ground. Yeah. Um, 
the few games that I've played, everyone loves the um, the joke rocket launcher. Do you know the one where you lock you lock on and it shoots up, and then it'll eventually come down. People love doing that, so I just I just joined in with the misery basically. Um, <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, got my uh, got the camo unlocked for it, so nice. That, that was great. So now I've got to get two kills without dying ten times to get the gold camo for it. <laughs> So they're bringing any festive stuff into this? Because I've, I've just not played it. Um, so you know they had, um, was it Krampus? Last yeah. Is he, is he coming into it or anything? Because I remember he came around his shipment last year. Mm. Last year? Yeah, he did for Vanguard. They made yeah. it so like they had this essentially NPC that would come in yeah. and just ruin your day, basically. Um, there's there's not, nothing of that as such yet. They did introduce, they've introduced um, like a Something like that, but like a player skin, basically. Right. And then there was one of the new modes that they introduced because of the World Cup, which was oh. their take on Rocket League, I'll say. It's not brilliant, if I'm honest. <laughs> basically, it's, uh, it's, free, it's 3v3, and you're on, um, I suppose, a- ATVs, I think they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Ultra yeah. vehicles, I should say. Yeah. Um, or Doom buggies is the best I could say that as well. Um, and you you have to drive and hit the ball, and the controls aren't that great. And you've got boost which charges up throughout throughout the match that you can use to hit the ball harder, or you can demo other players. Uh, and then you can also pick up these shock sticks that you can throw at players to sort of basically stop them for a few seconds right. and that was about it um i had one game of it the enemy team would not coordinate at all so we won five nil quite easily uh i got one goal but yeah it's it's no rocket league i'll say that rocket league feels fun this just feels like a chore unfortunately um it feels like a knockoff version yeah I've still I've still not played Warzone 2.0 or DMZ yet. I, d- I do need to get around it. I think it's just because I've not got other players that play it. That I, I don't want to play with random people to go through it. Like I, oh, I just want to try and coordinate somehow. Um, they, they have introduced solos to the Battle Royale version, which maybe I'll touch at some point. But for now, I'll just normal mode player going through shipment. And that's it on that one. Um, the other game that I've been continuing to play has been Sonic Frontiers. I have completed this. I've finished the story. I do think, overall, I have enjoyed my time with it. Um, the gameplay-wise has it is pretty solid, I will say. For a Sonic game, I do think gameplay, at least, has been pretty fun. I've enjoyed going around the, uh, the five islands that they've got. Um, collecting items, doing all the fun um, platforming side of it. That's been good. Cyberspace maps are still... They, I, I don't know why Psych feels different from being in cyberspace levels and then being into like the open area stuff. I don't, it just feels a little weighty. Like you would is, this a, is this a change of gravity? 
perhaps maybe, maybe there's some explanation to why it feels different in these compared to being on the islands but mm. um they were fine i enjoyed the, i enjoyed the story i thought the story was was pretty well told they add you know new lore to sonic um also to like basically like explain kind of why the chaos emeralds are as they are um they involve this like ancient race that look quite similar to a particular character in sonic adventure i'll not say too much on if people don't want to be spoiled by it is it chaos it's chaos <laughs> spoilers <laughs> N- N- yeah um and the boss fights have been like the best bit of it really i've really enjoyed boss fights i think there's some of the better ones in in the series especially if you play as like supersonic because like normally with super, if you go supersonic in any other game you pretty much just make sure you collect rings and then dash at enemy basically whereas this like because you've got a combat system now it feels like you can do different stuff with it and boss fights are pretty cool going against these like gigantic titans um really enjoyed my time with it plus again i I mentioned earlier with the music the i suppose heavy metal that gets played into these is like absolutely my jam so (laughs) um absolutely loved them so yeah enjoyed my time with it so much so that if the wrap-up was done today i would probably showing three platinums instead of two so i got sonic frontiers platinums um there is some stuff that is tedious about it. Like the fishing in the game is a bit of a cheat. Yeah. It's yeah. always fishing. <laughs> it's easy. Like it's it's quite simple in that. Um, but I'm just, I'm just waiting for the farming bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, they did introduce monster hunter stuff to it, but I think that's just cosmetic only. Uh, <laughs> but really, you could do the fishing stuff, and you would you could probably skip a lot of the like cyber st- space stuff because like you do the fishing and whatever you pull out you get like tokens which they can use to buy like um the the like power up stuff so like collecting all the cocos for upgrading your speed and rings you could get through fishing upgrading your attack and defense with these like fruit stuff you could get through fishing if you wanted to um the only like external stuff that you can get is these like um logs that Eggman, Eggman does or Dr. Robotnik uh, of his time in like the cyberspace stuff and like what he's found about the race and stuff it's actually quite interesting backstory to like how funnily enough he has respect for Sonic even though he hates him <laughs> which is quite interesting and it's all voiced and you get like backstory over the new girl character as well Sage who you find it's like um kind of like a cyborg that Robotnik creates but is like somehow also linked to the islands and stuff so that that was interesting um but you know uh, I, I really enjoyed it I think if uh, I, I if they use this template as like for the next game but just polish everything make sure everything doesn't pop in so badly then I think it'd be pretty cool so where would, you, where would you put it in the echelon of Sonic history? Echelon of Sonic history. Ooh. Is it high? I, I would say it's pretty high. Um, I never really thought, like, what, what's my top Sonic game? Probably 
maybe Sonic Generations. I'd I would say it's probably for three D games. Mm. I think Sonic Generations is pretty high up. What you rank Sonic Unleashed? I really enjoyed that one. I, I, I do I, I think I enjoyed the story a bit. I do enjoy Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two. Um, I don't know if I could go back to those games now with how they feel. Like I remember playing Sonic Adventure DX on the Xbox 360. It's even that old PC. And yeah, control-wise, it's it's playable. Um, the cameras are strange, <laughs> though, aren't they? The cam- yeah, I think as they've got on, once the, once they made the um, latest Hedgehog engine, the camera controls have gone much better. No, I think I think Frontier's pretty high up there. I would, I would say maybe Sonic Heroes might be the worst three. No, Sonic the Hedgehog in 2006 is the worst 3D game by far. Now that I've now it's come back into memory. Oh yeah, that's a question. Did Sonic, uh, did Sonic kiss anybody in Frontiers? No. Okay, good. So there's no bestiality in this one. No, I I enjoy the the backstory and like how some of the characters start reflecting on like how much they feel they're like a burden to Sonic. Like Tails was quite an interesting reflection. Like he he feels like he needs he needs to be better and stuff, and then Knuckles feels like he's too stuck in being this guardian for the master and role he needs to do more to like live life and stuff it was interesting it's it's a dark story but it's, it, there's like an uplift to it so no i enjoyed it really enjoyed it and then the one of a new game that i did get before going away but didn't get to start playing until now has been pokemon violet so started that adventure not got too far with it, but so far I, I like the idea of you kind of you know going to you're essentially a student new student at this school, um, you meet your rival pretty quickly, but she's quite she's a friendly rival. It's not like a I'm sick of these it's friendly rivals. It's all it's all too <laughs> nice nowadays. It's all too nice now. You you want to go back to like the the, the olden days of the rival hating you and stuff. Smell you later. <laughs> I went with. Um, Prococo, I think is the little fire crocodile name. Oh yeah. Um, I've already seen like the other evolutions, and I think his is easily the best for me. It looks the best anyway. So, um, going with him, and not play too much. I think I've got an hour into it. I've, be- I've basically just reached the the main sea of um, Paldera. I'm enjoying it so far. I do like this, the little quality of life features, like the, the let's go feature of being able to throw your lead Pokemon out and then they just essentially do what they want, battle, do the old battles. Um, that's a nice little feature if you just want to blitz through enough to like battle each Pokemon individually and stuff. Um, although I do feel like you earn XP less through the let's go. I've not tested that feature. Yeah. I can understand why, because they want you to try and yeah. play it and grind a bit. Yeah, just just going through there. I've already hit some of the performance issues, shall we say. I, I got to I got to some I forgot where it was that I got to, but I I started feeling like the FPS drop a little. And I was like, hmm This is the limitations of the switch, I feel maybe or the not as much time they could have worked on it maybe i don't know i'm not i'm not seeing any horrendous 
um, glitches yet. You've not be- you've not become a giant Slenderman yet. No, not yet. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see. An hour in, there's not much to do really. I mean, I've already got like six Pokemon. I've already pretty much caught every new one that I've seen that I've come across. I do feel like maybe the caching has gone easier. I don't know. Like I'm catching Pokemon at half health quite easily, not that I would strain myself too bad. But that might be just like the beginning area, like lower levels. Yeah. You can get away with just catching them at half health, whereas like the later, the further you go on, it's, you have to really sort of drain the health and put them to sleep or something or get them in a stance to catch. But we'll see. Um, I've already ran into this version's legendary Pokemon, um, Maridon. Um, had to help him. He fell from the sky for some reason and needed healing. And then once I healed him, he like he's got two forms. So he's got like a depowered form and then this like I suppose powered form. <laughs> Best I can describe it. But it looks pretty cool. I do, I do like the design of the legendary Pokemon in this one. So, but I've not done too much with them. Like I ran into one of the other like protagonists. I'm gonna assume friend but at the moment is a bit of a dick at the moment who apparently owned Maraidon at one point but couldn't control him so he just threw him to me and now I have Maraidon so um weird but okay. you legendary take it yeah I'll take it e- easy game through through so uh I don't think I can't use him as a proper one yet I think I've not unlocked the features of being able to ride him as of yet but I'm assuming it's like he'll just be your essentially HM machine for yeah. most of the game until you get to the point where you can properly catch him. So, but no, enjoying it so far. Good. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. How about you, Nathan? Cool. Yeah. Well, I'll start with something that I wish we'd not played recently, and that's FIFA, because we've been in terrible form on pro clubs. I don't know what's happened. We had a really good run. Well, we had tons of wins, a couple of draws, and now it just seems to have all gone downhill. I'm blaming Southgate for that night. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was in no mood to play that night. I was I was like too angry. You could have just said no. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I should have I should have said yeah, I'm not going to play tonight. Or like, can we play anything that's not going to put me into a miserable rage by the end? Should have played Borderlands, Mark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to finish that. I need, I need some help on it. I think I'm done with it. <laughs> really? Do it's really upsetting because we talked about playing it for about two years, yeah. and finally when we did it, it didn't last too long. But I'm just, I'm just not gonna catch up now. Of course you are. It did last time. Can't, uh, can't be bothered. <laughs> Unless we just start fresh with the second one. Could do. But can do. Yeah. Or anyway. all the all, all all the all intertwined. You have to play the first one first, I don't know. Mm, That's a yes, then. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not necessary, really. Like, Handsome Jack kind of goes through, like... No, Handsome Jack, sorry. Marcus goes through, like, what happened in the first game in, like, the cutscene at the start of the game. So it's not necessary. You don't carry anything over for playing the first one, so... So I carry on there, then. Mm, no worries. Um, I did last weekend install The Witcher 3 on my Xbox because I was like, right, Nathan, we're going to give it another go and try and get through it. One thing I was pleasantly surprised about, though, 
is when I loaded it up, I'd not played it since I had my like OG Xbox One, and it brought all my save back and everything. So I've saved a few hours there, so I was really pleased with that because I probably not played it in about, about six years, I want to say, something like that. Is it that old? It's that old. It well, feels some, like some two years old now. So. Yeah, no, it could be. Maybe. I'm just going to quickly check now. The Witcher 3. Yeah, it came out in 2015. 15. Yeah, so. Seven years old. Would have been about right. Yeah. Anyway, I've um, I've not actually done my next-gen update yet, so I'm going to try and do that and give that another go, because I think, like you guys, I wanted to wait for that next-gen patch to come out and and then go from there. I have heard some mixed reviews about it so far, though. I've heard it's had issues the way it runs. I've heard it on PC it's having issues. Console, not so much. Mm. Yeah, I've heard, like, same. Well, I'll get that done and see how I get on. I'll play it on the Series X, so hopefully it'll be good. Yeah. And then on to something that I've actually played. Um, so recently the Forspoken demo came out. Uh, so I decided to give that a little bit of a go, because when, when I've seen all the trailers in the past, I thought, oh, it looks interesting. But so it kind of thrusts you into the game. So you start off, you you see Frey Holland, which is the protagonist. And um, it basically says she she likes cats and a few other things about her as a person. Don't know whether she's relevant. She likes cats. Yeah, she likes okay. cats. That's okay. why. Has she been playing Shrek? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you never know. But um, then she gets like sucked into this wormhole and then they basically give you kind of loads of these little cutscenes to try and like explain what's happened to her, but not very well, because they basically oh. want to try and get you right into the thick of it so that you go and buy the game. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, demos. <laughs> well, that's it, yeah. Anyway, they, they suck you into this world, um, this mythical world, and you've got all these powers so you can control different elements. Uh, like um, you've got these rock powers where you can make like rock shields and throw rocks at people that expand and just absolutely destroy them. You've got this um, this like fire spear thing that you can use to like melee attack people. You've got like plant powers so you can like grow plants to heal you and then or like send like roots um, over to people. There's like tons of different powers you can get. Um, when it starts, it's it's more learning the ropes, so how to traverse the world first. So, which is pretty cool actually, because you can use your powers to like use parkour to get around, and it's pretty quick. So it's quite quite fun. And you've also got this um, bracelet that for some reason's got this scientist built into it that gives you like hints and stuff. I, I, I don't know. Oh, that's why they're talking bracelets about them. Yeah, but he is quite witty, so he does he does come up with some funny things sometimes. So that was quite interesting. He'll like mock you and stuff as you do fights and stuff like oh you, for example like oh you could have dodged that and like just jab jab you all the time. But I wasn't very good at it. So as you get into a battle situation, you get like a ranking for how the battle's going, and it's like from A to I don't know how far down it goes, but I keep on getting Fs and Gs. <laughs> Oh, that sounds that sounds very um, Devil May Cry. Mm. That that does that. It's got like a ranking while you're fighting stuff. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's I've done a couple of boss fights as well. So there's like you go into an area and there's grunts to fight, and then sometimes there's like bosses that you can fight as well. And then after that you get chests. 
So there's a lot in terms of crafting and, and picking up supplies so you can craft. And as you level up in the game, you get access to more powerful spells and things. And there's also, you can change your clothes and um, just go and explore the world, really, um, which is which is quite quite nice. So I, I don't, I've spent about an hour on the demo and I don't think I'll pick it up day one, but it's something that I will keep an eye on because it, it feels like a bit like a Souls game, but easy. That's what I'd say about it in terms of like the types of enemies that you get and the feel that you get around the game. Okay, interesting. So is it a time demo, or is it just like a certain section of the game, do you know? Um, So once you've done your tutorial bit, basically you're given five objectives to go and try and do. And at the end of those objectives, I think you can still traverse the world. I've not done all the objectives yet, but Mm. they just give you certain things to do that will give you like a taster of what what to expect. Right. but I mean, it's it's worth a go. I mean, obviously it's free. To be honest, I think the reason they brought the demo out is because they've probably not got as much uh, as many pre-orders as they would have liked. So they're like, right, we've got to do something here. To be honest, I'm not convinced by it. Really? I, it doesn't it doesn't interest me in the slightest. Mm. I I like the look of it, but it's I don't know. It's it's not really done anything for me so far to kind of like stand out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so. It don't really seem to have really anything too special about it. You could like lump it in with a few other games that are similar to it, mm. I'd say. But well, we'll see. We'll see. It's probably a smart move having the demo. Though. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. definitely. That's what we've not got enough of nowadays. I think demos. Oh yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Do miss demos. Yeah. Back in the day, get the demo disc in front of the magazines. That's it. That was Love the dream. Days. Try a few yeah. games. Because it was like basically like every month you just felt like you were getting new games, even though you weren't actually getting new games. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you were younger, you didn't, you probably weren't playing full games all the time. Were you? Just like, well, that's it. You didn't didn't have that much money, so like yeah. Unless you had a chipped console. It's like or... one of those. It's like you were buy you were you were able to buy games with your pocket money. Yeah. Even though you weren't getting the full games, but you got a little taste of things. That's it. Lovely that's... stuff. I, I always liked the demos on um, Xbox, the Xbox 360, actually. There was a ton of demos back then. Mm. And there were one for Saints Row that let you do a few missions and, like, traverse a certain section of the map. And I must have put about 25 hours just into that demo, just, like, messing around and um, and killing people. So, but I loved Saints Row when it first came out. Love it now, actually. Anyway. You know what? The, the ones that I liked were the ones you got on GameCube because there was um, there was one way you could, you could get like a, another disc that was almost like a like an action replay disc. Oh yeah. You can get like you can get certain cheats off onto uh, onto games. There's stuff like uh, I think there was, there was one for Super Mario Sunshine that gave you like infinite jumps or something like that, which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> That's cool. I, I miss action replays as well. I used to have one for my Game Boy. Um, and I gave myself 99 red candies on Pokemon. Yep, that's Fantastic. what you do. That's what yeah. you do. You go do it on Pokemon. And then blitz through the entire game and just feel really empty because it's been so easy. And you could get like uh, you could you could get codes for like certain Pokemon to pay in grass. It's like yeah, I'll get myself a Mew. Why not? <laughs> that's a Mew early game. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. And then the only other game that I played uh, just started this morning actually. Um, on Mark's recommendation. I mean, I was going to get it anyway, but 
the way that Mark talks about this, I'm like, right, I've definitely got to try and pick it up now. And it's God of War Ragnarok. Absolutely stupendous so far. I'm only an hour in. Um, but one thing that I did like is when you start it up and you go through all of the um, like the settings for accessibility, mm. is when you get to the main screen, it'll give you the option to do a recap because it's been yes. a few years since the since the first game. So yeah. that was nice that it gave you the option to kind of recap the story and then you can mm. go on from there. Um, but yeah, I think, I think I'm in the same boat as you, Mark. I don't want to talk too much about it because I know that Matt will get it at some point and play it. But um, so far, it's been fantastic. Still loving the Leviathan axe. Honestly, it's like riding a bike. Like I thought to myself, oh, you're never going to be able to remember this. And you just click the buttons and it just all comes flooding back. I'm like, yep, this is what it's all about. Axing people. But yeah, it's within the first 15 minutes, there's quite an emotional bit that happens. And that was quite upsetting. And I was like, <laughs> it was, stop talking. Just don't like it. <laughs> it's not, it's not spoilers. I'm not going to tell you what happened, but it's, yeah. Tell me there's an emotional part in verse 15. I don't, I don't want to even know that. <laughs> uh, don't worry, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Stop. No bitch. Yeah. But after the emotional bit, it comes on to like a tracking sequence where it basically, um, Make sure you do certain things to kind of re-remember the controls or learn the controls again. So that's how the tutorial bit. And then you get into a bit of a mini boss battle after that, just to kind of recap about what you've learned. And then the story kind of continues from there. And that's that's as far as I've got. I think I've just got to the end of the the tutorial part. And now I imagine the world's going to open up and the story's going to push on from now. But yeah, so far so good. Really loving it. And I cannot wait to play more. This is going to be the game now sorry witcher you're you're on the back burner it's all about god of war he's an incredible game he's incredible yeah that's what i've been playing so there you go that's what we're currently being played if you enjoyed listening to us please consider tuning in next time we release bi-weekly on tuesdays you can visit our website jokingdolphin.com where we post all the fame uh, also feel free to follow us on all social media platforms to continue the conversation you can find joking dolphin on youtube and facebook as well as on instagram and twitter at joking dolphin until next time, thanks for listening. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, all. Have a nice Christmas. Bye-bye.